Hello, my name is Kristen, and welcome to the Traveling Psychology Girl podcast, where I will have discussions about decluttering and organizing not just your closets and cupboards, but your mind. I am a wife and mom. I occasionally watch black and white films, and I work very hard every day practicing what I am preaching. Tune in every other Tuesday for a test drive through a mindset shift. I've talked about this before. After my youngest son was born, about a month after, I had to have major foot surgery. And at the time, my husband and I, we were living in Oklahoma, and my mother-in-law and my sister-in-law from Atlanta drove and stayed with me for two weeks, just helping take care of me. Um, Samson, my youngest son, was still very much a baby. Obviously, he was only one month old, still nursing. And I had to have this major foot surgery where I could not walk, and They came and they did such a phenomenal job helping my husband take care of us. They cooked, had food. It was enough food to last me two weeks after they left. So we're talking about a month. And uh, I had breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day. Their job was solely to make sure that I was taken care of. And that I could nurse my son and then they could take over mommy duties um, while I rested and tried to heal. And it was a very emotional time for me because when you're forced to just lay and you're such an active person, you're forced to lay down and not do anything, things can get a little traumatic. And so... I thought I was going to lose my mind because I didn't have any stimulation outside of my bedroom, being that I had to pretty much just be on bed rest and couldn't do anything, couldn't, you know, I could periodically, they would put me in a wheelchair and they would take me, you know, out so I could get out of the house, but I could not do my normal activities, like go to the gym, take the kids to school, you know, whatever it was I was doing, I could not do. And so um, at some point during this time, my mother-in-law and my sister-in-law, they were organizing my uh, youngest son's room because um, at the time, of course, I had no time or wit in me to get up and do anything to his room so they came and was also organizing everything and so with organizing comes decluttering which now is my favorite thing to do I love to declutter um but I remember my sister-in-law was organizing my daughter's closet And my mother-in-law, because I had a bunch of stuff that was, you know, at the top of their closet. And my mother-in-law came in the room and she put this big bag 
of cards down on the bed. And she was like, you need to get rid of these. This is way too many cards. She had a thing about the cards. She also had a thing about my rugs. At the time, I was like infatuated with rugs. And I felt that we needed to have a rug everywhere. And so she was like, you need to get rid of all these rugs. (laughs) You need to get rid of all of these cards. And so being that I was already emotional enough, I really got emotional because I was like, well, who are you to come in and tell me I got to get rid of these cards? Cards were very special to me. There were cards in there that I kept, you know, from childhood, things I had written, you know, lots of cards that people and even other children had given me throughout the years. And so I was not happy with someone coming into my home and telling me that I needed to get rid of something that was mine it belonged to me and so finally you know after much debate she was just like listen make three pals make a pal of things that you absolutely do not need and you don't mind getting rid of it like there's not a problem mentally for you to get rid of it Then make another pile of the things that you want to keep, that you absolutely want to keep. And then make a middle pile. And that middle pile is going to be the the undecisive pile. And so I found that it was really easy for me to go through and pick out the things that I absolutely had to have. And she noted that um, that was going to be only a few things. It wasn't going to be a whole nother big large pile of stuff it was just going to be a few things um and then i i there were some things that i had no problem getting rid of rid of but that middle pal it's always the middle pal the pal where you're not really sure if you want to keep something or if you want to let it go and so um I guess just say indecisive, but it was the pal that I could not make a decision on. And so I was looking at this pal and it, it literally took me about two to three hours to, to go through the middle pal to decide what I was going to keep and what I was going to get rid of. <clears throat> and so it was really, really difficult. But once I got through it, I felt so much better. And and before I got through it, I had to literally pick up every item and ask myself, how does this item make me feel? What is this attachment? What is this hold on me that is connected to this item that I feel that I cannot get rid of? And so that's why it took so long because I had to really connect and try to find the connection to every piece of mail card whatever I had I had to make this decision on why I needed it in the first place or I felt that I needed it but once I was able to get through it I felt so much better it was like a weight had been lifted off my shoulders and so um, I want to talk about the importance of decluttering clutter is not healthy for us. I know simply for me, I just cannot function in clutter. I just, it just messes up my whole little thing I be have going. I just cannot take it. 
And so especially during this time of year where it's, you know, we're going into the new year. Um, and by the time this podcast releases, it will be the new year. It's so important to go through things and get rid of them for sanity's sake, but also so that you can deal with the demons, you know, those mental battles in your mind so you could deal with them and not take those feelings and emotions and all of the things that come with those items into your next phase of life, your your next journey, whatever it is, you, you're not carrying that weight into the next phase of your life, the next step, dimension of your life. And so whenever I am um, talking to women in small or large settings, and I'm talking about decluttering, the closet always comes up, you know, because there's a lot of things in our home that we can declutter, you know, but the shed and the closets to me are the most important. And it's because the closets and the sheds represent dark parts of our mind. Just like from a natural standpoint, they're they're dark. They're they have they have doors that are they're closed. Nobody's going in there. You can have any and everything in your closet. You know, I have a lot of things that I hide from my children in, in my closet that I don't want them. Like for example, Christmas presents. I may have Christmas presents every year. It's always in my closet because I don't want them. I know that they're gonna ramble and go. To all of these places, I know they're not going to go to my closet. And yes, I'm saying that on this podcast, but they know. They know the presents are in the closet, right? They know this. But the thing is, I know that they're not going to go in there. And then the shed. The shed is outdoors, but it's always a dark, scary place. Nobody ever wants to go in a shed, right? Nobody wants to go in a shed. And so, um, shoot, now that I really talked about the presence being in my closet, I may have to switch it up next year. <laughs> but anyway, it's just that they don't go in there. So I know that, you know, if I want to hide something from them, I can hide it in my closet. And so, um, but the shed is another place. It's a dark, lonely place. Nobody ever want to go in there. Nobody ever wants to go in there and clean for sure. There's usually cobwebs, lots of cobwebs, probably tons of bugs, even rodents that would be hanging out in your shed. So why would you want to go in your shed? But see, the thing is, if we don't tend to those dark places, those places are going to just continue to build up the filth, right? It's going to continue to be more spiders. It's going to continue to be more cobwebs because it's, a, it's an abandoned place, and anytime there's an abandoned place, more gook goes into that place. More critters go in that place. And you have to think about that from a mental standpoint. Do you really want all of that buildup in your mind? Or do you want to go in and clean it out? And so I've we've been at our house for two years now. It'll be two years in February. And I've I've decluttered my closet. At, I think twice, maybe three times since we've been here. Because, 
you know, when I'm decluttering my home, I'm usually taking things out and putting them in the the shed. But once I realized that I was just moving my baggage from one place to another that I was still going to somehow utilize, then I had to say, wait a minute, I can't, I can't do that. Because from a mental standpoint, if you're getting rid of baggage, but you're adding more to what you already had, I mean, you're, it's insanity. You're not really going anywhere. You're not really making a difference. And so I had decided that I was going to declutter my shed. Did it the other day, declutter my shed. And it just looks so much better. I can walk in there. It's clean. There's no cobwebs hanging all over the place. I can just walk right in there. And the things that are in there that I really do need, I can get to it. And my husband, you know, he can get to his lawnmower just just as easy and he couldn't do that before. He was like struggling just to get the lawnmower out because I had so much junk in there. Because I felt, oh, well, this piece of wood we might can use later on down the line. And, you know, well, I don't want these chairs, but I don't want to get rid of them. So, you know, even I have to battle with this sometimes. And, uh, you know, people think that my house is very neat and clean and decluttered well decluttered but it's to me it's not always like that it's I'm always trying to figure out a way to rearrange something or move something to where it's not as cluttered because again I just cannot function in clutter so don't keep those things in your closets and then move them to your shed or your garage put them somewhere else like the trash (laughs) if it's something that you're not gonna have a connection to but absolutely if it's something you know maybe a family heirloom or whatever the case is something that you find valuable when you ask yourself why do I need this item and you see that it it adds value to your life or to your family then you absolutely keep it. But if you are just holding on to things just because it's cute or you're holding on to that dress just because you've never worn it, listen, another question I get asked all the time is what about the dress that I can't fit in but I'm, I want to fit in it? Or I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm keep saying that I'm going to lose 30 pounds so I can fit into that dress. And most of the time these people never do. But this is my answer to that. If you have clothes in your closet that you cannot fit, but you want to wear one day, keep only one item. Yes, one item. Get rid of all of the others and keep that one item. And when you have that item, hang it outside of your closet so that you can see it. Because if it's in your closet, you're not going to see it. But if you hang it outside of your closet, that way you will see that dress every day. And that dress should be a reminder that you need to lose 30 pounds so that you can fit in that dress. And then that dress operates as uh, an act of faith because you're looking at the item and you're believing, but then you are actually working towards losing weight. You're changing your diet. You're going to the gym. You're getting on your Peloton. Whatever you're doing, you are doing it so that you can lose the 30 pounds so that you can actually fit into the dress. Then once you can fit in the dress, 
then yes, now you can start thinking about changing your wardrobe. However, if time goes by, two months, three months, six months, and you're not doing what it takes to fit in that dress, get rid of it because it's just not going to happen. It's just not, I know you think it is, but it's not. It's not going to happen. So you have to consider that when you're thinking about, you know, keeping items in your closet that you cannot wear. I recently um, got rid of a lot of stuff and I um, changed my whole wardrobe. And, but I did it over a course of time. I did it. I got rid of some things. I bought some things. I got rid of some other things. I bought some other things. And so you have to have intention. You have to be intentional about what you're doing. Be intentional about fitting into that dress. If you're not going to be intentional about fitting in the dress, then there's no need in keeping the dress. Get rid of it. Give it to someone that can actually wear it and give it some life. If it's just sitting in your closet, it's it has no life. And you know, another thing is sometimes people just have too many clothes. You just have way too many clothes that you, that you just don't wear every day. There is no way you're going to wear all those clothes. Get rid of it. Give it away. Declutter it. Declutter your closet. The closet again is is that dark place, the dark places of our mind, the things that we hide and we bury there and we put it in a chest and we lock it and we don't ever use the key to unlock it. And that plays on your psyche. That plays with your mental health. It plays with even sickness entering your body because of the stress of everything that's building on because of that. Because usually that's only a reflection of what's really going on on the inside. So if you could start there, you start in your closet or start in your shed you might find some things releasing off of you and you will find that you will feel so much better. So what I want you to think about today is what is in my closet that I need to get rid of? What is in my shed that I need to get rid of? And as you're going through your mind, right, of of all of the things that you need to get rid of, Keep in mind to have those three things, those three lists, the, or the three pals, one pal being the ones that you're absolutely going to get rid of. You don't want them, you don't like them, you don't need them. You acknowledge it, you know it. Then you have the pal of the things that you're absolutely going to keep. And then you have that middle and pal, and that's the pal that you need to look at and say, What does this mean to me? How does this make me feel? What part of my life was this? If it, you know, because I know people that, for example, they have, you know, things from their exes or their, you know, their divorce and they've moved on. You need to get rid of that stuff because it's not making you feel wonderful when you look at it. It doesn't make you feel good. It makes you feel sad. So get rid of it. But that's the hardest pal and that's the one that you have to face And that's going to be the pile that you're going to be really intentional about. And you're going to really take your time and and look at yourself and look at the items and make 
a decision on what you're going to do with those items. Again, because there's always someone else out there that could utilize those items. Thank you so much for listening to the Traveling Psychology Girl podcast. You all, please click subscribe so that you can get all of the podcasts that release every other Tuesday. And then go over to Instagram and follow me at Traveling Psychology Girl. God bless you, and I will be with you next time. Hi, thank you so much for listening to the Traveling Psychology Girl podcast. Make sure you head over to www.travelingpsychologygirl.com and check out my blog. Also, go over to Instagram and follow me at Traveling Psychology Girl. And one more thing, make sure you click subscribe. Thank you again for listening and I will be with you next time.